People who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. Isaiah 9, 2. When we look back at those who waited expectantly for the Messiah's birth, which was told to them through the prophets such as Isaiah, we lack a certain perspective. For us, the realization of the word being made flesh, Christ coming to earth, it has already happened. But their hope was in what had not yet happened, but had been promised. See, God, through Isaiah, uses the image of darkness to explain how lost God's people were without the light of the world in it. In darkness, nothing is certain. A next step could be disastrous, but no one knows until that step is made. In darkness, everyone is lost, hopeless. Their only hope was in the light coming to save them from a life lived in darkness and fear. John 1.4 says that in the word, God the Son was life, and the life was the light of men. Light shows the way, and Jesus, the light of the world, is life, the light of men, our salvation. He is that light for us. The very word of God pointing us forward, showing the stumbling blocks in our way. As believers, we walk in hope because we are following the light. And we have hope because he leads us. He has accomplished, is accomplishing, and will accomplish all that he has promised. Our hope is in him. And we hope with expectant hearts and minds in the sure and certain return of our Lord Jesus Christ. O come, O come, Emmanuel, God with us.
Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Luke 2, 14. Gloria is a common word around Christmas, even if it isn't in our usual vocabulary. In Luke 2, the angels show up suddenly to add exclamation to the message of their fellow angel to the shepherds. The angel told the shepherds the greatest news that has ever been proclaimed, a news so amazing and awe-inspiring that it was punctuated by angels descending from above, proclaiming glory to God in the highest, gloria in excelsis Deo. In the Westminster Catechism, question one, we're taught that the chief end or the primary purpose of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And that we do this by loving God and doing what he commands. In proclaiming glory to God in the highest, the angels were giving all glory to God for the incarnation, the salvation promise in Genesis of the deliverer who would crush the serpent's head. They were giving God his glory for the great things he has done. When we sing Gloria in the Advent and Christmas season, let us pause and reflect on the goodness and the greatness of God. Let us enjoy his mercy and love, but above all, let us give him the glory for all he has done and all that he will do. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Luke 2, 10 and 11. The dictionary defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune or the prospect of possessing what one's desire. Now, what do you desire? 
what, if possessed by you, would evoke infinite gratitude and happiness? At Christmas, children and adults are often making wish lists. Parents are trying to give good things to our children, which bring joy on Christmas morning. But nothing bought by us, nothing that we can own, can bring us ultimate joy. The good news is that we have a Father who gives sacrificially. We have a Father who gave his only begotten Son to pay the price, the penalty of our sin, to reconcile us to himself. When we desire Jesus, our greatest desires are fulfilled and our joy is full because our desires are his desires and our joy is in the giver of every good gift and we are overwhelmed with gratitude.
Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Luke 2.14. See, we are at war with God. Open rebellion. Without God changing our hearts, our every move and motivation was against God and for ourselves. Our heart could do nothing more than be selfish. And we openly and outwardly denied the kingdom of God through our actions. Now just think about how foolish that sounds, being at war with God. This is a war where we have made ourselves to be equal with God enough so that we feel our side will win but it won't. Our rebellion, our sin, will ultimately have to be paid for. The sentence is death, and the God, the judge, is just. But God sent his son to pay the penalty for our sins. And as the angel said, peace comes to those with whom he is pleased. Now make no mistake, we don't deserve to be ransomed and our guilt be taken away. And yet, as those who have the Lord Jesus as their Savior, we are forgiven. The peace that is so often mentioned at Christmas when looked at biblically is not about peace among nations or even peace in a family's living room. The peace of Christmas is that God and sinners are reconciled. We are welcomed again into fellowship with God through what started in eternity past and was made incarnate when Jesus was born that night in Bethlehem long ago.
God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life John 3:16 Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. All that took place on that first Christmas night was love. John rightly tells us that God is love. And this isn't to say we shouldn't also focus on loving one another. On the contrary, we're called to love one another because of his love for us and in the manner in which he loved us. That is a selfless, sacrificial love which leads people to Jesus. Alone, we cannot do this. But God changes our hearts when he welcomes his children into his kingdom. He changes our hearts so we can love him and we can love each other. Christina poetically puts love in perspective in this way. Love came down at Christmas. Love all lovely, love divine. Love was born at Christmas. Star and angels gave the sign. Worship we the Godhead, love incarnate, love divine. Worship we our Jesus, but wherewith for sacred sign. Love shall be our token, love be yours and love be mine. Love to God and all men, love for plea and gift and sign.
stand and receive the benediction. May the God who made himself low come and lift you up this Christmas season that you might be filled with his hope, with his joy, with his peace, and with his love because of what he has done for us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you.